0: Shalom, and I hope all is well. My name is Yitzhak Shifman. Thanks for tuning into this podcast, and I hope you enjoy the Torah classes in it. Now, on to the episode. Okay, let's go, let's get started. Let's go a little bit ahead here. Some very interesting stories oh, right, here, right, right, right. and this is also very applicable to the story of Yosef. We're gonna actually learn about this the as Shah. We're holding Yehudah in Mesech towards the bottom of the page. The last thing we said was that if you have two Talmidech ha Chamim, Al Tirgizubaderech, what was he saying? So he said, Don't argue, don't fight. Well, what he was telling them was, So he said, What do you mean, don't be involved? You have to learn while you're walking. So he says, It depends what kind of learning.
1: Exactly. Iyun
0: would be a problem because you get lost on the way. But Kir says, To review what you learned already, that's, ex- that's not only acceptable, but it's necessary and if you don't like we saw Alishan, it's like Chazara basically Chazara it's review uh-huh. making things sharper but not thinking too deeply about it deeply is a problem because you're traveling you're not looking at the you GPS next thing you know you're in the wrong uh, you know, you're, you're yeah. going to Ramallah it's not, yeah. uh, not good you don't want that to happen Shemeshwar. Shemeshwar. so uh, West Bank okay so <laughs> the point is <laughs> the point is now we're going to go another shot the Gemara about to tell us what it was th- what advice he was giving them very interesting. Yosef was giving them another an, another version of what the advice was when they're traveling. So the B'aitah says like this, tana. You see that? It's about uh, 20 lines from the bottom. or 15 lines from the bottom, maybe. 2, 4, 6, 8, 10, 12, 13. Thir- uh, 12 lines from the bottom of the page. Be the beginning of the line is, I have matnita. Yeah. Matnita tana taught as follows. When it says, Al don't become in a brightah. Matnita is a brightah. Oh. In a brightah it was taught, Al tafsiyu, what he meant to say was, Al tafsiyu So there's two advice. Number one, don't walk with big steps. It's a very interesting idea. Don't take big steps on your way home. One. And two, V'eknisu ha'ma le'ir. When you're traveling, you're going to stop in different places along the way. So if you're stopping somewhere to sleep that night, go into the city, you're staying while it's still daytime. And we're going to see in a moment also, don't leave before it's daytime. Meaning, travel during the day. So it's not a good idea if you're traveling, if you're making a long journey and you're stopping along the way, don't travel into the night and then take the stop wherever you are. You should take your stop wherever you're taking a stop, during before daytime parties. hours, exactly. So he says like this, Why did he say don't take large steps? This is a very interesting idea. Because it's taught, it's brought elsewhere in Brachot, and Shabbat. When you take large steps, you heard this before? When you take large steps, it takes away 1 500th of your eyesight. You take a large step, it takes away 1 500th of your eyesight. So Yosef was telling them.
1: In percentage.
0: The, yeah. Well, Yosef was telling them is traveling home, don't take large steps. Because if you do, it takes away 1 500th of your eyesight. So Tosefot jumps in over here and he says something very interesting. He says, if taking large steps, each one takes away 1 500th of your eyesight. So if you take 500 steps, you should be blind. Five hundred large steps, you should be blind. But so, what's the About
1: the whole part of the uh, section of walking. Oh,
0: it's so very good. Look at Tosafot Psiyot Gasah Notelit Achat MiChamesh Meot MiUorei Nav Shel Adam. You see it? Yeah. On the, on the right. So he says, LaAkshot. It's not a question. Because Imkhen you, you could ask a question as follows: VeChamesh Meot Psiyot Gasot Kol Shel Adam. If you take five hundred steps, according to this, a person should be blind. So why is that not a question? Uh, sorry. And we see it's not true. We see people taking five hundred large steps, and they're not blind. So clearly, it's not true. He says it's not the true. Eagles. Yeah. What? What?
1: <laughs> they are like eagles. Yeah.
0: They <laughs> they Ex- exactly. It's not true. So he says maybe we could explain. Exactly like you said. The first step. Sorry. Before that, he gives a different b'sha'a. Listen to this. He says, the first step, a person does, a large step, that takes one five-hundredth. The second step takes away less. The second step takes away one five-hundredth of what remains from the first step. The first step takes away one five hundredth. Then you have four hundred and ninety nine parts left, right? The second step takes away one five hundredth of what 500? remains of no. what remains, and then the third step takes away one five hundredth of what remains of that, which means it's going to be a lot more steps till you reach. So you have four ninety nine,
1: and then from four ninety nine, four ninety eight.
0: One five hundredth of the remaining four ninety nine. So really, it's less than one five hundredth. Right. And slowly, it becomes much more than that. That's the point. So, that's the first Pshat Tosafot says. 1,500
1: out of 499. And then the, second, and the third part is 1,500 is 498. Exactly,
0: exactly. So, he says, we come over, you find a Mesechic okay, to vote.
1: Even, so, you know what? You still might get to the point. Let's say you make 1,000 steps.
0: So, the problem is, I saw a Cheshbon, it'll be like 3,200 or something. That still creates an issue. So, hold on, hold on. So he says, where do we find a similar calculation? i not going to get into it. No, we're not going to get into what that is. But he says, this is a bit of a difficult pshat. Why? It's a bit difficult because what we're saying now is the first step takes away more of your eyesight than the second step. What's the difference? Yeah, tosvot. He says, now it comes out that the first step will take away more than the second step. That's a little bit of a difficult thing to say. What will be the difference? And this is what you were saying. The pshat is, What it means is, is that the first step of a long walk, let's say, that'll take away one five hundredth. But once you take that first step, the rest of them don't affect you inami, alternatively go back to the first pshat he said which is maybe the first step does take away more a very interesting sephara maybe like our original cheshbon the first step is 1500 then it's 1500 to the 499 etc but the reason the first one is worse is because usually we use that expression it means when you set off to do something the beginning is more difficult. In this context, he's saying the first step you take takes away the most of your eyesight and then slowly it gets less. So the Gemara elsewhere, I think it might be in Shabbat. I didn't get to look it up. I just saw it brought. It says, even with either of these cheshbonot, eventually a person should lose his eyesight entirely if he takes large steps. It's a little bit difficult. It means even if you go with the second Shat Tassafot says, it means...
1: Get to uh, where? or
0: something? Like uh, uh, four days, 400... Uh, 400 uh, no, 400, 400 parser, he said. right? right. Hey. No, and... Uh, so one, whatever, you want to talk days,
1: about... Let's say According
0: to the shot, sec- says, is that the but beginning no, of the wait, journey. Wait. So 500 journeys, you shouldn't have right, eyesight. Right, but right, that's right. Right. not but true. Then, uh, I think it's...
1: You for sure not miss the point. Either. I always no. What point. do you think? What do you say? That's in case he's doing siagas. Oh, okay, fine. Fair
0: enough. Okay, but even so, according to the first... But one like second. it's
1: pretty much impossible to do all but, even,
0: but according to the second says, right the, the, the second one, he says, okay, the pshat is, is the beginning of every journey. If that's pshyot gassot, that gets... So okay. 500 journeys of pshyot gassot, and you lose all your eyesight, a difficult thing. So the Gemara says, it's true, this takes away your eyesight, but there's a way to get it back. How do you get it back?
1: When you're going to Mitzvah, let Mitzvah.
0: When you look at the Nerot Shabbat at Kiddush Friday night... It brings back the eyesight that you lost. Very interesting.
1: And you look at the candles. Yeah. I saw another time, pshat. Right?
0: I, so I don't know. These are minhagim, but the point is the idea of looking at the candles by kiddush. It brings back whatever you lost because of Psiya Gasa. Oh,
1: good. So I, need it.
0: Yeah, yeah. so I heard a very interesting idea. Just was reading online. I saw one of these websites. I saw it says the pshat is is that the psiyaga. when a person's like they're going very quickly in a certain direction, causes them to be, the Marshas is a similar idea, to be like very unsettled. You're running, you're running. On Shabbat, we take it easy and we calm down and we rethink what we're supposed to be doing in life. That's what we're supposed to be contemplating by Kiddush, etc. That Hashem runs the world, etc. It brings back whatever it is we lost with our uh, Be'ala, with all confusion and overwhelmingness throughout the week. It's an interesting idea. Either way. That was the first thing Yosef told them. Don't take large steps because it takes away one five hundredth of your eyesight. Let's continue with the Gemara now. So that was the first idea. Okay, back in the Gemara. <speaking> in <Hebrew> now, why did he say go into the city when it's still uh, sunlight?
1: <speaking in Hebrew>
0: no, no, it doesn't mean anger. It means sunlight. You're right, it could be. The like, Gravita Marav says. Yudhom says, adam, A person should go out on his travel with Kitov. What's Kitov? This is the story. This is the story. Exactly. What is Kitov? It's based on a Pasuk in B'Reshit. It says, Kitov ki ki refers to Or. So you should yetzeh, you should go out, Kitov, when it's light. And you should also go in when it's light. Meaning if you're traveling, and there's a stop. Don't wait till it's dark and then stop off in that city. Go in while it's still light as well. How do we know this? Exactly like you said, Shunema Miketz. It says at the end of the paisha it says when Yosef sends them, you remember he puts the cup in Benjamin's bag. They don't know about it. They leave.
1: To bring him back. So
0: it says, It says that the light came out. The, the morning was lit up and then they were sent meaning that's when you're supposed was to, to leave
1: them
0: that could be the whole point I don't know if ya, if Yosef thought but it through like, to uh, that point this, yeah. I always understood there was any saycion here he wanted to see How if gonna react one brother would step up for the other oh. and that's what I understood is Binyamin was from Rachel he wanted to see did Judah did the? Bnei Layah, <laughs> change their ways that they're going to step up for the Bnei Rachel. That's what I understood. It's something like that. But either you way... You
1: spoke about it yesterday with Tamar and you had like, you know, a big argument. Yeah, easy. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was not the whole intention. <laughs> either
0: way, anyways. Luckily <laughs> it
1: was not recorded this class. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. I forgot to mention our learning tonight Shvir Fua for Yitzchak Isaac Ben uh, I don't know what that like says. Isaac, Weiss. Isaac Isaac Weiss. I don't know. can't read the last name. Arua Yitol. I don't know what that says. Kitsu. <laughs> I don't know what his name is. <laughs>
1: he name Look
0: at this name. It's like Isaac Ben Aravat Yitol. Aravat Yitol. Yitol. <laughs> Kitsu. Anyways. Kitsu. Fine. He needs your flesh. He had just emergency surgery last week. Friday, I think. Anyways. Back in the, back in the story at hand here. So... What we have here is the first advice he said was don't take large steps because it takes away your eyesight. The second advice he said was leave when it's light and enter the city also when it's light. Why? As Rebidah Maraf teaches us So Rashi points out right away, I just want to point this out. You don't see from that Pasuk that you should enter during traveling when it's light. All you see is they left when it was light. So Rashi says that's just logical.
1: But before the sunset, you stop it,
0: really. I know, but the point is you don't see it from the Pasuk. It's quoting a Pasuk, but the only thing the Pasuk shows you but is look, they left when it was light. But you understand? You don't, don't see that from the Pasuk. That's the, the point. Says, okay, but okay,
1: they, they, they left when it's light, and when they stopped, it was dark. Right. But
0: well, you could say.
1: Book and I yeah. Okay, which is when they started uh, okay. again their <laughs>
0: That's you're making a diyuk, you're making an implication, but that's what we're saying not. Rashi says, even though it doesn't say they went in when it was light, logically, that's the right time to go in. So Rashi says, why? Why is that true? What's the reason to travel when it's light and go in when it's light? What's the logic in that? Rashi says three things. First of all, he says, during the day, there's no robbers, meaning it's less likely you'll get, you'll get mugged, okay? He says also, there's borot and bikayim, meaning you're traveling, there's holes, if it's dark, you can't see those holes. This is logical. And the third idea is also very interesting. He says, if you're traveling when it's dark and you enter a city when it's dark, the people of the city could start to say, maybe you're miragel,
1: you're, you're
0: spies, a sneaking. You don't want to look like you're sneaking around. It's better to do things. It's bright outside. Nobody thinks bad things about you. It's much better.
1: You know, in Israel, yeah. if you walk in the streets at night, late night, they can stop you for shoteut.
0: What does that mean? For wandering. Oh.
1: like you know there is freedom right. to whatever you right, want right, right, right. but the, the, there is like the right to the the police to stop you but they won't stop you yeah unless something they suspect right you job yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. for the army yeah I ran once next to a house. It was a robbery. Hmm. They handcuffed me. Really? You were next to the robbery. You are the first suspect. Look at me. I'm sweat like a pig. Right. What are you talking about? It just came from a jogging I practiced for the army.
0: No. Wow.
1: Well, they arrested I mean, me. Good. Until they figure out, I'm jogging. Where do you practice? What do you do? This, that, okay. This guy like, has nothing to do with it. Have nothing on him. Bechashem. Okay, but they they have the right to stop Good. you yes. just because, like you know, it's so amazing to see that you know there is yeah. a connection between.
0: Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. There you go. chokhmah logic. Yeah. Now the marshah points something out over here. Okay, beautiful. Yosef's giving them these etzot, but I don't understand. He asks a bunch of questions, but one of the questions he says is, "If this is." The halacha. this is the idea you're supposed to travel not long steps so why wouldn't Yaakov Avinu tell this to them and marshal yeah. says I don't understand if, if, if this is something you're supposed to know when you travel this is already they traveled twice they traveled to Mitzray and they traveled back this is when they came back already and Yosef sending them
1: the intention to get to Mitzrayim is not right so fast.
0: but the point is oh the intention to get from oh, excellent beautiful so the Marsha says Yosef had to tell them to take it easy because <laughs> Ya sent them there were no rush but when Yosef sent them he revealed himself right it, It's a little bit
1: difficult the only uh, problem with it is kanan.
0: the only problem it's with kanan. it is is Abokir or this is talking about when they didn't know it was Yosef yet hold on we have to figure this out. Because this is talking about Boker or <laughs> ah, that's the pshat. Because we're saying that's pshat in Alter Gezubadarech. That's what it means. We're saying this is the pshat in Alter Gezubadarech. He was telling them after he revealed himself, don't travel large steps and don't travel into the night, but stay over while it's still day. Yaakov didn't have to tell that to them because logically they would have done that but even though you're going back to my father to tell him my good news still don't rush don't take it so quickly that's why he had to enforce it more over here you might think maybe now they should dafka kibur eh, other things whatever no no even now it's not a good idea to rush the story interesting very interesting okay they go a little bit ahead here I guess fine Rabbi Rabbi Chia, Rabbi Rabbi Chia says like this if somebody is traveling on the way when you're traveling don't eat more than a year of famine it means you shouldn't eat food more than you would eat in a year where there's a famine which means you should eat not a lot while you're traveling why? my time or what's the reason? Oh, there's two reasons one of them is a, is like you just said my time or what's the reason? So here, means here in Bavel they explained, like a spring. Rashi says, if you eat, and then you walk, the organs are pushing the food from one to the it's other. Not
1: healthy
0: to take a shower to run. It could be, I'm not sure, but it's indigestion. You eat, and then you're walking or running or whatever causes your indigestion. You don't digest properly. That's one issue. So it's for health purposes. Health issue. It's a good eight for health. In Eretz Yisrael, they said, so that was in Bavel, but in Eretz Yisrael, they said, because of food shortage. If you're traveling, you might not have access to food. So if you eat up all your food, you're not going to have food. So they're both logical reasons. So my benay, the Gemara says, well, if there's two reasons, what's the difference? There must be cases that fit one and don't fit the other. So, the Gemara says the difference would be two differences number one he's traveling on a boat it's very interesting if you're traveling on a boat so then, there still is an issue of mizoni, because if you're, if you're going off to sea, there's no, let's say there's no food on the boat. So if you eat up all your food, you have no food. That would be a problem. But regarding indigestion, you're not moving, actually. It means you're not moving. The boat's moving. I guess we don't take into account seasickness, because you could argue with about that too. But if you're not moving yourself, so the indigestion isn't the problem, so then it's not a problem for you to eat more. But in terms of the other issue, you won't have food, then that is an issue. Inami, another another difference would be, the ka'az avna la avna. If you go from village to village, meaning you're traveling along a route, you know there's going to be food sellers in different villages. There's hotels along the way, so in such an instance, it would come out like this. In regards to the issue of losing your food, you'll buy more food. That's not a problem. But in regards to the issue of indigestion. You still do have that problem, so that would be enough Kamina again, because you would I'm have a problem.
1: With what? With a good
0: bowl? If you ate. No, no, the second one. <laughs> you're traveling, but, but it's from village to village, meaning you're traveling from point A to point B, and along the way there's a makolat. So if there's a makolat along the way, you could buy food there, you're not going to run out of food, but you're traveling, so it could cause you indigestion if you're moving, so okay. that's why there would be such a difference. We'll just finish off with this. The Gemara tells us a story. Rav Papa, called parsa u parsa. Rav Papa, every parsa that he would walk, I saw, parsa is roughly 12 to 16,000 feet. That's what parsa is. 12 to 16,000 feet. Uh, you do the math 16, there. 16,000 feet? 12 to 16,000 feet. Roughly.
1: We said Abamo parsa. and you said it's take, it'd take a day to walk like around 10, 10.
0: 10 parsa in a day. I think we said I think we said 10, 10% a day a person walks 10% Doesn't a day does sense because
1: 16,000
0: hold on let's do the math how many feet are in a mile? feet in a mile? hold on
1: I mean
0: about a very big amount hold on feet no no I think it makes sense hold on feet per mile 5,280 so 16,000 is roughly 3 miles 3 miles okay okay so ten par says thirty miles. You could travel thirty miles in a day. That's not so crazy.
1: No, it's thirty miles a day. It's like uh, fifty kilometers. No, it's very, it's very long.
0: You could travel thirty miles. You could travel thirty that's in miles. You walk 10 yeah, 10 yeah, yeah, yeah. The whole you're traveling the whole day. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like you would travel. If you were traveling, you didn't have a car. You could travel. You could travel. You could. Travel. You could that's not so crazy. Walking, jogging. You could jog. You could jog uh, ten miles. Like you, some people do that. You know. It's not so crazy. Okay. We're, not, we're doing average travel. Anyways, either way, kitsu. So, Rav Papa, every part so that he would go, achil chad rifta, he would eat a loaf of bread. Now, why did he eat a loaf of bread? Kasavar, because he held the problem of eating while you travel is mishuma ayana. It's because of indigestion. So, Rashi adds in over here, Rav Papa was a, was a fat person. Since he was a fat person, he had protection, he didn't have an issue with indigestion. I don't exactly know the science behind this, but that's what Rashi says. of <laughs> Papa Rashi. I'm looking at Rashi. If you want to take a look, Kol You see the Rashi over here. It's the uh, last wide line in the Rashi. of Papa lo ayana. He held the problem was because of indigestion. ayana. He wasn't worried. beten hava. He had a big stomach. He was he was overweight. So therefore. He was protected somehow, and therefore he didn't have to worry about uh, the indigestion. <laughs> I guess if you're, if I don't know, I'm not really sure fit. what the logic in that is, but you're fat, maybe you're more, more, more padding, more protection, um, yeah, it won't bother him somehow. But anyways, that was the end of that. So we'll stop here, I guess. We'll pick up from here tomorrow. This next sugya is amazing sugya about being no seba'ol. Pick up here tomorrow, God willing. We'll stop at the top of your Aleph.